Welcome to UB and the SEC, the podcast about the intersection of SEC football and culture. And football is back. Football Again. is back. Again. Back from the dead. So nice. Welcome back, football. Yes. Um, it has been around for a lot of us here. We have not actually left. So, but for no, you. No, it died and it came back to life. Welcome back. It's so exciting to be back. Uh, we're yes. all we're all excited to be here uh, in uh, SEC football, and well, we've had some things happen this weekend. We have. I think we all know the game that everyone wants to talk about, mm-hmm. and what is that game that everyone wants to speak about? Georgia Vandy. Yes. See, I I was going to go with that, and I was going to say the game, and I was going to say Alabama Tennessee, like any sane person, mm-hmm. but you went with Georgia Vandy. I did. Why did you say that? First off, what do you think about how I'm wearing my headphones and my hair? It's a choice. <laughs> are your ears down there somehow? Uh-huh. Some there? Or some so there? So this is how, somewhere. like, people who are, like, influencers, this is how they wear headphones, mm. is they put the headphones on top of the hair. Okay. And they don't, like, pull the hair behind their ears. And I always think it looks ridiculous. And so I decided to try it tonight. You are doing some things. Like, I feel influenced. You do? Mm-hmm. You do? do it, does it feel like I'm a, a fan? I don't know. <laughs> you can't have to work on that. <laughs> I am. Yeah. Anyways. um, So, yes, it was a fun weekend of football. We were um, out of town. Mm-hmm. um, So, we didn't get to watch all the games. No. Not like we get to watch all the games anyway. That's anyway, true. Let's, That's true. Well, to be fair. Um, but, but, but there, we did watch some of the best ones, I think. We watched uh, we watched the one of them. The best one. We watched one of them, that's for sure. But if we had to choose one, I would have chosen that one. Well, let's go ahead and start there because on our, our drive back, we were in Lexington this weekend uh, and uh, for, for a quick trip and kind of saw some things and some people. And then we, uh, we, we drove back and we just need to check out Knoxville just to make pretty sure that it hadn't burned down. From Mm -hmm. Saturday night, of course, the big event, the big story, Tennessee football. Is it back? Has it pulled a Texas? Has it pulled a Texas? Yeah, that's the joke about Texas is that Texas is back. Yeah, but then they never are. Well, that's the joke. Right. So is Tennessee back? I think that they are. Mm. I mean, I think that they are. Strong words. It's, I don't, I don't, I'm not saying I don't like it because I actually really like Josh Heupel. It's kind of hard not to like him. He seems very normal. He feels like he's managing the feeding seed down the road. Oh, wow. I feel like that's offensive. What do you mean that's offensive? <laughs> I don't How know. is that offensive? I don't know. Tell me why you think that's offensive. I don't know. I just feel like it is. I think if somebody told me that I looked like I managed a feeding seed down the... Tell me what a feeding seed is. It is where you buy feeds and seeds. Feeds and seeds. Yep. Feeds for what? Feeds for um, animals. Which ones? Livestock. Okay, look at you. Yes. So you're saying that it's offensive to be said that you manage a feeding seed. Yes. I, I still don't understand why. They have the most important job on the planet, growing food for us to eat. Name a job that's more important. I am not saying that their job's not important. I'm just saying that you saying that they look like that. I don't know. And I just feel like that was. Okay, fine. You love Josh Heifel. And you're like. Uh, SEC football crush rankings. Sam Pittman, of course, is number one. Yes. Is Josh Heupel number two? 
He might be. He's mm. getting up there. I see. He's getting up there. Yeah. Shane Beamer's kind of going down. Shane. Yeah. Yeah. He's kind of going down on the list. Okay. Well, more on him later because South Carolina was not playing. Let's talk about that game. Alabama was a seven-point favorite and lost on Rocky Top for the first time since 2006 that they lost to the Tennessee Volunteers. Uh, 2006. That was a long time ago. It was. It was a good year. Why? I graduated high school. That was a good year. Yeah. Congrats to you. Thank that you. was great. So it was half a lifetime ago, basically. Mm -hmm. Uh, the Tennessee one. They broke out, so we'll talk a lot about the they game. They were good this, that year. They beat Georgia that year, too, Tennessee. That Just because you beat Georgia doesn't make you good. Well, they beat Georgia and <clears throat> Alabama. Alabama wasn't good. Let's look up Tennessee in 2006. Yeah. Talk you about what you, what, what you think about that game. I, just, just that, was, the, that was the most fun game that I have watched that was not emotionally turmoil to yeah. me. Yeah. And I just, like, I enjoyed watching the whole thing. It was, I think I said during it, it was just fun to see two teams play, like, did you try to do a, a quiet oh, yawn? I was yawning. Yeah, I noticed. No one noticed. <laughs> I did. Keep going. Um, I, it was fun to watch two teams play head-to-head, -head and one of them wasn't completely falling apart. Yeah. You know, or one of, like, it was like watching two really good teams, two really good offenses play against each other. I think the second half was that. And it was fun to the me. The first half was like, what is Alabama doing now? Like, yeah. why are you getting another penalty? I mean, they had the most. Well, yeah, the penalties was weird. I kept yeah. being like, why? Why? Well, and, and there was the play where Alabama, um, the guy runs up on the punt that's just laying down on the ground for no reason and, mm -hmm. like, tries to catch it and doesn't. They turn the ball over. It was a, a comedy of errors for Alabama early. Right. But I think it was 28-13, to 13, and then once they caught up, the rest of the game was outstanding. Mm -hmm. Back and forth, haymaker after haymaker. Two of the you know five best quarterbacks in the country playing right now, throwing shot after shot. It was unreal just mm -hmm. to watch that game, and it's one that I would be like, yeah, I'm going to go back and watch that game again. Yeah. It kept me entertained. I did not fall asleep. You did, did not. I? Which is it always a, a plus for a football <laughs> it game. Is. I um it kept me entertained the whole time. Like yeah. I was like into that game even though I had children running around. Yeah, I think there were several moments in the second half. First of all, when Hooker tries to hand the ball off at around ten the Tennessee twenty yard line. I think at that point it was thirty eight all. And they drop the ball, and Dallas Turner picks it up and rolls into the end zone. You're like, well, here we go, right? Mm -hmm. It's Bama time. Tennessee comes right back and scores immediately. Uh, and then we get it to where it's 49-all. Uh, I don't know if that, that score was right. I just said whatever. I was trying to do math. Anyway, it's 49-all. Bama's got the ball. They get into plus territory. And a lot of people have been critical of Nick Saban for potentially not running the ball, trying to continue to throw it. They end up with a 50-yard field goal, which they miss. Uh, and then, of course, Tennessee gets a couple completions. And then one of the weirdest-looking kicks of all time. I yeah. was convinced it was blocked. And then I went, I've watched it several times. I don't think it was blocked. Mm -hmm. I think he just kicked it weird. Yeah. And that kick gets over the upright. Uh, no, what is it? We said crossbar. this. Crossbar. Like, I just cannot remember that word. Gets over the crossbar, maybe about three feet. Mm -hmm. Like, if you go and you see the view from the side end zone, it's getting over by about three feet. And, of course, that marks the end of the game. 
So, A, we're bringing back the Bama kicker phenomenon, which I am a fan of. And, B, that moment for, I would say, for Tennessee is easily the most powerful since 1998. Yeah. I mean, what's, since they won the national title, what's a moment in Tennessee football that meant more than that? Yeah. I, I mean, you, you can't have any. Right, right. So, the question for Tennessee, and then we'll talk about Alabama in a second, but the question is for Tennessee, does this mark – one of the beginning of moments, are we looking at an Auburn 2013 run here where it's like prayer Jordan Hare and then you have the kick six? Like, is it like the succession of events is going to occur? Or is this as good as it's going to get, at least in this year? What's your gut feeling? I feel like, and maybe it's just my approach to Auburn, is that I feel like anytime they're good, it's just a fluke. Yeah. Because, like, they don't, they just don't have sustainability, I feel like. I don't know. This Tennessee team feels a little different. Like it feels like they have the talent to back it up. It's not like a a fluke that they beat Alabama. Like they played really well. It's a little fluky. Okay. Well, a I, little bit. That to is me. your opinion. The penalties. I mean, it was a little. Yeah, but that is also that is also a product of the stadium it and the environment. Was. So that's the question I think for Tennessee is that how are they going to do? In in Athens here in a couple of weeks, right? I mean, I think if they can come in and if that game goes down to the wire, I think your answer is because that I mean, Neyland is there's not many stadiums out there that when it's cooking, I mean, right? And I think the orange for some reason the orange has a a quality to it. It's like a it's like a neon. Yeah, and effect. I feel like for what I've I've never been to Neyland, but what I've heard about it is that it's extraordinarily steep. Mm-hmm. Like the upper reaches of the stadium are very steep. So while, you know, others may go a little wider out, you have the steeper like Coliseum type thing going on here. Mm-hmm. And that might even increase the noise volume, uh, the noise level. So, uh, you know, that's the question for Tennessee is that it was kind of interesting to me because everybody had the cigars out. Mm-hmm. I mean, this was a national championship celebration. Right. I right. mean, for uh, sure. Un- I mean, this you could argue that this moment for Tennessee meant as much for Georgia fans last year. Yeah. Winning the national title. Possibly. I mean, you really, like, if you think about it. Yeah. 1980, winning a title is probably equivalent to 16 years without beating Alabama. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think there's some equivalency there. And there was a national title celebration, cigars, videos, goalposts being taken out of the stadium down into the river which uh, thrown in the river which i totally approve of that right. celebration right uh, they are selling grass from neyland stadium's field on the internet oh wow uh, you can buy grass on the internet it says it's pre-owned so just understand that it's been owned by someone before by who i guess whoever took the grass from the stadium but oh, it's selling for yeah. like it's not an exorbitant rate it's like 10 bucks like for oh, okay i actually did that uh in college when Either Kentucky beat it Louisville or LSU, one of the two. I took crap, grass from Commonwealth Stadium, and I vividly remember it having it in my dorm room or in my apartment for, like, the next year. Oh, just really? kind of laying there on my desk. It died. Did, did it you sad. feel guilty that or like that you'd done something so illegal? No. Okay. Nobody I took ever hedges. asked. I took hedges. <gasps> what? I know. I took some hedges at graduation. Oh. And I like stuck it. I like felt so guilty. I like stuck it in my cap. Where is it now? I don't know. It died. Ooh. I don't have it anymore. Well, that's sad. I know. I wish I had a better story. I mean, for Commonwealth Stadium, I just they took remember the... the guilt. Yeah. Well, 
Sorry about that. I You're know. You have to work through that. I know. So anyway, Tennessee. Um, if you look at the schedule, because now if you're Tennessee, you're like, okay, like what can we do with this? UT Martin, mm-hmm. perfect game after this game. Perfect game after the Alabama game. Uh, Kentucky at home. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Uh, at Georgia, that's the game. And then you have the, the middling teams in the East to close out. Missouri at Carolina and then at Vandy. Yeah. So three of the last four are on the road. Uh, but really the only one there, I mean, South Carolina, probably not. But Georgia obviously will be the game of all games uh, coming up here in a couple weeks. So if you're Tennessee, I think the floor there is 11-1, and 10-2. I think yeah. if you're 10-2, and two, you're looking at the Sugar Bowl. Um, and if you're 11-1, and one, there's a decent chance that you're going to go in the playoff. But if you're 11-1, and one, you're probably not going to the SEC title game. Because that one loss is to, to Georgia. Right. I wonder if I was Kentucky, I would be really, really trying to capitalize on that week before a big game game. You know, because they're, I mean, oh, they yeah, could the be. Oh, yeah, look ahead. Yeah. 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 So that might be an interesting game. I mean, I'm not saying that Kentucky's going to win, but. They might. I'm not going to say Kentucky's going to win, but they might. That might be an interesting one to watch. But that's in two weeks, so we'll talk about that then. Yeah, uh, it's a. I would. I would say your look ahead game, but I think the fact they have UT Martin next week is going to help them kind of settle that a little bit and kind of ramp up for it. Uh, a couple weeks after that. So in any case, Tennessee again. We'll look out for it. Let's talk about Alabama. Um, people are dethroning Alabama. Basically, first time they've lost to an SEC East team in the regular season since 2010. I feel like every time Alabama loses, there's like some just ridiculous stat like that that we right. have to share. Right. Um, you know, obviously the first time they've lost to Tennessee in 16 years. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you, what do we think? Like some people are saying Nick Saban's a terrible coach now. Right. Um, I think that that's I this year does feel different. Because I think that going in, you know, from last year, and they called it the rebuilding year, and we were right. all like, good Lord, if that was rebuilding. Right. They have the Heisman Trophy winner quarterback coming back. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Like, I do think we expected a little bit more of them. Yeah, I think uh, defensively is a concern. Mm-hmm. Um, and I am sh- I- I'm very surprised. I mean, they had so many people coming back. They have arguably the best defensive player in the country. Uh, they have a, but, a budding star on the other side, but they just got burned. I mean, Tennessee burns everybody, but they, it, just, it didn't look like Tennessee scored more on Alabama than they did Florida mm. and LSU and Pitt. So <clears throat> I, I don't know. And I had the thought today where I was just thinking about, you know, Kentucky goes down there in two weeks to Tennessee. I was like, does Kentucky have a better defense than Alabama? And it's a stupid thing to say, and statistically it's no, but like here's going to be a good chance to measure yourself yeah. up against it because I don't think it's too far away in some aspects to say that. So I, I think that Alabama is, and Nick Saban, when they've been down, have always responded in a very, very strong way. Mm-hmm. But if you look at the last three weeks – Okay, so think about this. At Arkansas, Arkansas made that a game in the third quarter, mm-hmm. right? And, and you know, obviously Bama 
pulled away, but it was a game. Bama was three yards away from losing to Texas A&M mm-hmm. uh, without their starting quarterback mm-hmm. and with, like, no functional offense. And A&M still scored, I think, 20 points on them. And then, of course, they lose to Tennessee. Uh, this is a it's a it's a tough little scene here. And if you look at Alabama, we got Mississippi State at home, who doesn't look quite as imposing. Uh, Kentucky's defense shut Mississippi State down pretty effectively. That's a team that was torching some people beforehand. So again, another kind of measure of the Alabama defense coming up. But then that trip to LSU all of a sudden looks kind of tricky because LSU, and we can maybe give a shout out for that game. LSU went to Florida and played well. Yeah. And this is an LSU team that is, I mean, if you look at them, they have two losses. Um, they've got a huge game coming up on Saturday against Ole Miss. This is a good team. They're going to have a week off for, to prepare for Alabama, as mm-hmm. does Alabama a week off for LSU. But that's a massive game again. We didn't really expect that at the beginning of the year. Um, so Alabama is like, think there is some assumption of like okay 11 and 1 definitely that's where they're going to be i mean 10 and 2 does look possible and they also have the trip to oxford right right in oxford is is or Ole miss is uh scoring uh, again defensively we'll see for them but uh so it is a it is a not a slam dunk and this might be one of those years that we see alabama relegated to the citrus bowl <laughs> Which is just bizarre to think about. It is. But it could very well at 10 and 2 happen. So, and that's surprising because, again, it is rare that we've seen uh, Alabama go two years without a national title over the last decade. Right. Um, I It does make those next, n- maybe not Mississippi State, but maybe, I don't know. Um, but the LSU and Mississippi, the oh, an Ole Miss game look a little bit more interesting when I think before we were just like win 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 you right. know like and then they'll go to the SEC championship also if they don't go to the SEC championship who is like when was the last time there was a west team that wasn't alabama 2019 oh yeah <laughs> thank get you get ready our most popular battery is even more powerful <laughs> i didn't tell you we picked up a sponsor <laughs> We're both looking around like, where is that coming from? <laughs> Does that pick up on the? Uh, yeah, I would think so. Yeah. I think I think we just got our first sponsor, so well, that, that was an exciting. Well, you need to moment. edit that out. I'm not. We they didn't pay us for that. Well, they didn't say who it was. Oh, that's true. No one said who it was, so you'll have to guess <laughs> exactly who that is. That was a scary moment because I was like, oh gosh, what is happening here? I know. No, like LSU, uh, 2017 was Auburn. So it actually happens a little bit more than you okay, think. Okay, never mind. But, Exit that stat that I just tried to throw but, out there. But, uh, you know, it, it is a – I mean, it has been, I think, a long time and still, and since an SEC East team won the SEC title game. It doesn't – it feels like they go every year. Bama? Yes. Oh, for sure. Well, you get some years where they have to go play at Auburn, and those are always the years where, like, something screwy happens. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, I don't know. It's going to be interesting because, again, I came into the year and I made the – the proclamation that Bama and Georgia would both win all their games by double digits. Mm -hmm. And I have been very wrong because, Mm -hmm. of course, Alabama's had these three now very close tests, losing one of them. And, of course, Georgia was tested by Missouri. Mm, uh, Which, you know. know, As one does. uh, So, uh, you know, we'll see uh, about Alabama. But uh, I I always think, like, count out Nick Saban, you get people like, he's a disastrous coaching against Tennessee. I mean, calm down. Right. He's going to be fine. Right. 
I think any coach in that environment. I think one thing that I've taken away from this season is how hard it is to be on the road. You know, how impactful that is. Like when Georgia was at Missouri or when Alabama has gone to Texas or Arkansas or Tennessee. Like those are the ones they struggle with the most. Yeah. Um, I think good, that that I think that that is more impactful than we think it is. Yeah. Well, I mean, I margin margins are razor thin, and uh, you know, for example, Mississippi State when they are at home, they're crushing Texas A&M and Arkansas, and then they go to Kentucky and they lose the Cowbells, and mm-hmm. they don't look very good. And yeah. They're going to go to Alabama this weekend. I don't think it's going to go well. Mm-hmm. But then let's go to LSU again. LSU goes to the Swamp and gets a big win at Florida. Right. Uh, winning by seven at one point up 21. Brian Kelly is – I am impressed. And I, they laid an egg against Tennessee. I, I think that's a closer game, and they made some terrible decisions. But Brian Kelly is getting a lot out of this team. No one's really talking about them. And I think they're just on – they're on course for eight and four which is uh, – that's a phenomenal first season. Yeah. And they've got a game this weekend. We'll get to in a second. They've got a game this weekend where they really could make a huge uh, a huge statement. So, mm-hmm. in any case, um, Florida, on the other hand, just kind of very middling right yeah. now. Very middling. Yeah. What are your thoughts? Yeah, no, I would agree. I, except for – I don't know. I just still feel like LSU is very unstable. I don't think I like Brian Kelly. I mean, there's not much to like. Yeah. I mean, they got the top button. You got the family. I mean, you've got you've got a lot happening. There. Yeah. But he so, wins. Look at Notre Dame this year. They're awful. I know. That really does say so a he, lot about him. He wins. Him, he wins. It? He's a great coach. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I, for him, for both of those teams, LSU and Florida, I'm just, you know, they're not going to do anything this year. Like, they're just, it, it, they're like new baby deer trying yeah. to get their feet up it's well said and i think that i'm <laughs> not really thinking much about them next year no neither we'll neither but. of them like florida you know you look at florida schedule where are they now four and three um that utah wins looking better because utah got a big win this weekend but you four and three they're gonna lose to georgia uh and then you've got your God four willing. and four i don't know that game i know i say that every week yeah, but still. we'll see I feel like in this year, I feel like, though, I, I would not be surprised if that's a close game. Just, mm-hmm. I, It just feels right to some of these games we've had this year. Yeah, I think <clears throat> uh, Florida, you know, they, they're at A&M. That doesn't feel like a win. If Jimbo loses that, good luck. Mm-hmm. South Carolina at Vandy. And the Florida State is, eh, okay. So, I mean, again, potential there for 7-5. and five. I mean, that's kind of. Where which they're is on not, path. which is not bad. Which, I had them as five and seven. And again, this is where the like of the year. <clears throat> they both went six and six last year. They made marginal improvements, and then we'll see next year. Yeah, I mean they're both kind of at the same spot. I think that's well said. And you know, any team that comes out the first year with a first year head coach, who did that? Auburn didn't Auburn do that one year? Was it twenty ten? Yeah, with Gus. Yeah. Well, no, Gus. They they did their crazy stuff with Gus the first year, two thousand thirteen. Oh, okay. They got okay. On, yeah, they yeah. got on the bus. Um, anyways, anytime you come out and have like a really crazy year, good year with a first year coach, I'm skeptical. Anyways, <laughs> like that's just that's just a fluke. It's like, what are you doing? Yeah, it, yeah. It's that second year that matters. I mean, it was Kirby Smart had that. Josh Heupel's having that. Right. I, I was thinking there's a lot of parallels between Heupel and Kirby in the way that they came in because they had it. They were both seven and five the first year, and the second year it's like, whoa, like what is mm-hmm. what is this? What's this? I mean, what's happening? Right. Um, I, I think there are some parallels there, and we'll see. I think if I remember Georgia 
2017, they lost, I think, to LSU in mm-hmm. the in the regular season. So, again, we'll see if uh, a road game at LSU. No, that's not right. They lost to Auburn. They Wait, lost I'm at Auburn. sorry, I wasn't paying attention. 2017, they lost at Auburn, and then they beat them in the SEC title game. Georgia? Yeah. 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 Uh, so, anyway, um, Arkansas got back on the winning things uh winning side of things it's helpful when kj jefferson plays yes uh and they rode all over byu 52 35 i do want to give a shout out to Mm -hmm. byu sure because their staff passes out free ice cream to the road fans during games isn't that delightful sure that's weird that's not what do you mean it's weird it's weird it's so cool why, why is it weird? Because Defend I feel yourself. because I would feel I feel like I'm at like a conference and they're like, and now we have free ice cream. And it's like I'm trying to watch football. Like, I don't know. Well, the Church weird. of Latter-day Saints is putting in that work. Yeah. You know what they're doing. Right. Yeah, but I hey, listen, so. ice cream. I mean, I'd eat it. I wouldn't refuse it. Of course, you're not going to say no. I wonder if it's like how good it is or if it's like the church ice cream, you know, where it's like been in the freezer for a little too long and a yeah. little too hard. Like not that great yeah well maybe so i can't believe you're just pooping all over byu's hospitality i mean i'm i don't know i'm just not like super game for it i'd okay. eat it though yeah well if we're ever at a byu road game which <laughs> right? I, I don't expect that to ever happen <laughs> but neither. if i find myself there i'm gonna be excited about ice cream if i don't get it i'll be very sad uh you know, Arkansas, I think, should be a little sad. It's it's just a weird, like, they, they did this last year where they went through this just, like, nosedive about late September, early October, and then they were fine. Like, the rest of the year they were good, and I would not be surprised if they won out. Uh, I at, think I have them winning out. Yeah, I actually do, too. At Auburn, Liberty, LSU at home, Ole Miss at home, at Missouri. I mean, I think they win four out of those five. And yeah. it's eight and four, and I, I think mean, that's if a lot of home games. Yeah, and I think if you're sweet Sam, I think you're you're pretty happy with that. Yeah, um, yeah, I think that would be great if they could do that. I don't know if they can. I mean, we'll see the state of Ole Miss and LSU. Right. So. What does Piper want tonight? I don't know. We have to wait. We have to wait. Uh, Vandy went to Georgia and lost by 55. I don't know how much you want to talk about that. I didn't even really watch it. I mean, so. really, it, it was happening during the Alabama game. I feel right. like Georgia was just, like, watching that game happen between Alabama and Tennessee, and they were just, like, kicking Vandy, like, once, and then they're, like, sitting atop the stadium, like, imagining, like, they're, like, stroking their cat on the head and just, like, holding it and just watching everything happen bef- below them, knowing that they, like, get the team that emerges from that to come at them. Okay. Like that's how I would feel. Okay. As like Georgia, the entity, right? Watching that game. All right. So. Yeah. You know, I mean, anytime. Yes. Action. Anytime we don't struggle against Fandy, I take that as a win. You know, anytime we do struggle against Fandy, I question all of my beliefs in the world. So. Seems a bit dramatic. Um, Auburn was at Ole Miss. And this was actually a fun game. Uh, it wasn't fun early. Ole Miss was a big. Uh, and then Auburn makes a comeback. Look out. You know, Auburn had lost all those leads, but now they're coming back. And it's a, it's a fun game in the middle of the second half. And Ole Miss gets down in the red zone and gets stopped. And Lane Kiffin is very sad. You mm-hmm. could tell. So how does Lane Kiffin respond? Onside kick. And Auburn gets the ball back, goes down, scores a touchdown, or Ole Miss uh, scores a touchdown, and you can just see, like, the soul leaving Auburn's uh, players' yeah. bodies. And Auburn Jesus is nowhere to be found. 
And then uh, lightning came and delayed the game. Okay. And then uh, Ole Miss wins 48-34. Brian Harson, another week, another loss. Uh, this is now uh, three in a row. Uh, and, of course, the Missouri game uh, was close to a loss. And, of course, they lost to Penn State. So it's just not getting better. And Vecna is getting closer. I think at this point, Vecna is like, what are we waiting for? Right. <laughs> Can I go now? He's like, Brian. I mean, he's getting a little impatient, <laughs> right. right, with himself. Um, I saw the video of um, Robbie Ashford yelling at who? Somebody. Tank. Was, was it Tank? Tank? I think it was another Tank. Another player, maybe. Yeah, and it just, it, it was a bad look. It's just kind of sad. It is kind of sad. You know, I like Auburn to be feisty. Right. I don't know if they're feisty. I mean, I don't like Auburn to be feisty, but no, this is sad. I mean, they're they're, yeah, it's just sad. They got a rogue, uh, a, they got uh, an off week, so we'll see how they come back on the other side of it. Some people are like, this will be the week to fire Harson, but I am very anti firing a coach. Yeah, in the you were saying the this the other day. Yeah, exactly. I do not like it unless they like get in a wreck on a motorcycle with their escort. Seems very specific. I that wasn't even the middle of the season. Because no coach no. would do that in the middle of a season, right? I I, I just don't – I just think you – just why? Like, besides making, like, a statement, but then you're paying so much more, and it's just dumb. Like, just wait until the end of the season. Well, Auburn does have an athletic director. Right. So, I think the only reason – you know, I've listened and read some things. I think the only reason they haven't pulled the trigger on it is they're trying to get that person in there so that the full process – you talk about a right away, like a big first job, like – you get the process with them. Uh, it's like the prime minister in England. I mean, they're... He comes in and the queen dies. <laughs> yeah, well, let's see how long she lasts, because I don't know if you're following that. Yeah, I did. That is not going well. <laughs> I heard about that. Uh, over there across the pond. Anyway, uh, Auburn also not going well, and we'll see how much longer it lasts. Ole Miss is undefeated, 7-0. No one's talking about Ole Miss, partly because they haven't really played anybody great. Right. But, um. I didn't want to say good because I think Kentucky's good, but Aww. what do you mean all? <laughs> but did Will Watch Levis it. play that game uh, against Ole Miss? Uh-huh. He did. Yes. Well, then yeah, they were good. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, they were good that game. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, seven and zero. Of course, their schedule woof right the rest right. of the way at right. LSU and A and M. A lot of maroon. You know, here's the thing crimson. though: if you if the way it's the way it is is they could lose the next two. And then Bama could lose, uh, or Bama could beat whoever they play, Mississippi State, um, and LSU. They could win those games. Ole Miss still will then be playing to take the West lead uh, when they host Alabama on November twelfth. Like mm-hmm. that's it, assuming, you know, assuming Bama wins the next two games, uh, that game will be for first in the West. I think. I might have mm-hmm. to like double check on that, but I think that will be the case. Uh, so it's all there for Ole Miss, and then boy, can you imagine the Egg Bowl? Like it's gonna lose yeah. some luster because State's gonna I think fall off a bit. But Ole Miss at home, Mississippi State. If they win, they go to their first SEC title game. This is not a a, a remote possibility now. This is this actually could happen. Right, right. And the Egg Bowl, dear Lord in heaven, like oh, that game yeah. is gonna be nuts. It is, and. Uh, so we'll see. I mean, for Ole Miss, blood. they've uh, oh, that got aggressive very quickly. But um, they are in position with this win. They've done what they needed to do in the easy part of their schedule. Now the gauntlet begins. And I, I don't think they're going to get through it. I think three and two is the best they, they can probably ask. But 
They could include a win over Bama. If it does that, they could be headed to Atlanta. Yeah, that'd be very interesting. Are you ready for the Ole Miss-Tennessee SEC title <laughs> game? I mean, my goodness. Outside of my own my, this, my own fandom, that would be very crazy to goodness. me. My goodness. Can you imagine? Like, what happened last year? And then I added it to the context of Lane Kiffin uh, mm. leaving Tennessee. It's just that would be nuts. It would be nuts. We'll probably get Georgia-Bama. But yeah. Tennessee uh, – Tennessee Ole Miss would be outrageously fun. Yes, that's true. Um, and it's a possibility. And, you know, as we close out here, uh, every team, this is kind of wild, every team uh, in the SEC that won a game this week scored at least 45 points. Isn't that wow. crazy? That is crazy. Except for one. Kentucky. And that's the little engine that could in Lexington, 27-17 over the Mississippi State Bulldogs. We thought college football was dead. It is not. It is back. The cats get the win. What were your thoughts on the game? So, Will Levis hurt his shoulder. Okay, so here's the thing. Will Levis hurt his shoulder in the second half. And then he got a magic shot. And then he got the magic (laughs) shot. Okay, so so anyway, he hurts his shoulder. It looks bad. It's like the season's done. We thought football was dead. Now it's even more dead. Uh, But then he – so he hurts his shoulder – Kentucky kicks a field goal, goes ahead. State goes down the field, scores a touchdown. So, like, it's just misery. And then Will Levis runs out of the locker room. And as he described it after the game, he said he got the – they did an X-ray. Nothing was torn or broken. Um, He got the magic shot. And he said, but it's my left shoulder, so who cares? What an awesome thing to say. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, well, uh, we'll see how he's feeling this week. Well, but. it doesn't matter because Kentucky is off. Oh, so good. he's got he two weeks to get better. Uh, Chris Rodriguez ran for about 500 yards. Uh, he was outrageously good against a, a pretty stout Mississippi State defense. Uh, Kentucky made it interesting, uh, throwing a pick six there in the second half, but they went 27-17. Uh, Mike Leach not pleased after the game. Uh, Mississippi State has not won in Lexington for a long time now, so it's uh you know it's not a shocking loss. But again, State it's like they get they they kind of like take two steps forward and then one step back. They never yeah. can get back to the like 2014 momentum. So right, hate it for that. Uh, hate it for them that it happened this week. But you know it had to happen. Yeah, uh, Kentucky needed that win. So very much so for football to come back alive. Yes, and for this podcast, potentially, dire. the conspiracy theorists say the, for this podcast to even continue, uh, Kentucky had to win. I can't tell you the change in Ben's attitude of recording this podcast determined by whether Kentucky won or not. Yeah, then maybe Kentucky should it's, win every week. It's dr- very dramatic. It's very dramatic. Are you ready to record the week after Kentucky beats Georgia? I, that is, I've that already is the stated question. I will not. You will be that doing a solo question. podcast. I will talk. So much. I'll talk about myself for two hours. We'll get three downloads. And those three people will be blessed. And they will be from Kentucky. That is fine. <laughs> I'll speak to the to preach to the choir. It'll be wonderful. Let's do the betting with Brittany because I think you'll do really well. Oh, did you re- do really well? Yeah. Okay. Um, so, betting with Brittany. All right. So, I picked Tennessee. Okay. Well, that covered. Arkansas. Uh, that covered. And LSU. <gasps> you went three and oh! Yay! Okay. Oh, jeez. What a downer. <laughs> Golly, you suck at that. 
We won't talk about my lock of the week because it is straight up embarrassing. Okay, I forget my lock of the week, actually. I don't think I got it right. What was my lock? Do you remember? No, I write mine down. I need to write mine down, too. What was yours? I'm just, not saying just, it. No, you need to tell us. That's okay, <laughs> let me see. I stole the paper. Lock of the week is... It's in green. It's in green. That L- That's not embarrassing. That the LSU-Florida game... Will be closer than Bama, Tennessee. You missed it by like four points. That's true. I think originally I was saying that was going to be a better game. Oh, yeah. But you made me change it to something more subjective. And I guess I'm glad you did. Yes. Because that's laughable that there was going to be a better game than that Bama, Tennessee game. Yes. See you again. Listen to old Ben. Always helps. I don't know about old Ben. (laughs) (laughs) I I wish I remember my lock of the week. Um, I'll write it down next time. Yeah, you need need to. That. Need to do that. Maybe the lock of the week is that I won't remember my lock of the week. Um, who knows? We'll never know. We could know, but I don't want to spend time going back and looking at it. Uh, yeah. So this week, the 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 schedule is a little light. There's not there's not that many good. There's games. a lot of a lot of buys. A lot of buys. Uh, it's an in sync week, if you will. Uh, get it? Yeah, I get the it. joke. Um. So we'll uh we'll we'll come back later this week and talk about it. Some big games though, Ole Miss at LSU, um Alabama hosting Mississippi State trying to get back on track. We'll see if Nick Saban's a good coach again. Uh all eyes will be on Vanderbilt and Missouri. Vanderbilt and Missouri? Yes. Why? Are they playing each other? They are. Oh, okay. I'm sorry, I totally I could tell. <laughs> all right, I'm Ben. I'm Brittany. And this has been you, me and the SEC. Bye.